It made me see sports events as non-competitive experiences. I'm getting older and I used to hate getting slower, but now I see it as an advantage. There's less pressure and more time to enjoy the experience. Wow, today's Welfare Daily is definitely going to bring a smile. Especially if you find that you're always trying to recreate or beat running PBs from your 20s. I'm Amy Lane, host of this show and a runner on a mission. A second ago you heard from Anna John, a runner from London who today is kindly taking us back to the day that she dipped her toe into a different kind of running event. It's called The Swimmer and is a run from Hampstead to Herne Hill through London's finest ponds and parks in the depths of winter. In my mind, I'm picturing some kind of ice bath scavenger hunt, and I don't think I'm that far off. But as well as seeking out glorious cold water swimming spots, the eventees also sniff out coffee and cake and end the event with a poolside bacon butty. It sounds both wonderful and wild. And this memory of Anna's is full of feeling, something that often gets sidelined for stats in running, which is why I wanted to share Anna's story. I'm now going to hand over to Anna to let us in on exactly what a non-competitive run-swim event in single-digit degrees is really like. Here's Anna. Hi, I'm Anna, and I'll never forget when I ran a half marathon across London stopping to swim in some of London's famous outdoor swimming spots. The Swimmer is a relaxed social run that starts in Hampstead and ends at Brockwell Lido. I joined it for the first time in January 2015. At that time, I took running really seriously. I cared about splits and my experience of organised events was dominated by concerns about pacing and PBs. I'd done a few triathlons and applied the same mentality to swimming as I did to running. How fast? How fast? Who won? Was it me? I'd roped some friends into the swimmer with me. But most of them dropped out when, they, when it clicked that you stopped to dip in water that was close to freezing and there were no wetsuits involved. Just one, Helen, was prepared to give it a go. We took a taxi and met at seven outside a cafe on Hampstead High Street. It was still dark and the air temperature was about five degrees. It was a nice day though, the sun was coming, starting to come up. There was lots of friendly chat and newbies were joining in with regular runners. We started running at a gentle, chatty pace to the men's pond on Hampstead Heath. There's an arrangement that lets a mixed group swim there when they're taking part in the swimmer. The water temperature was three degrees, that's written on a big blackboard outside, and everyone filed down to the pontoon and the steps to get into the water. In my head, getting in would be the hard bit. You'd take a really sharp gasp of air and then it would start to get better. It didn't happen like that. Getting in was painful and then it got worse. I could see another set of steps just to the side of me and I managed to get there. I barged a few people out of the way and got out. I think Helen was crying by that stage and she definitely hated me. Neither of us could I feel our feet. We got dressed, put our our clothes back on, grabbed our bags and and set off for the next run. It felt really weird. We couldn't feel our feet. Neither of us could believe that we were going to go back into that cold water three more times. We carried on running across the heath to the Lido. There's a lovely stretch of grassy downhill as you get to the Lido and we freewheeled down it. I started to feel a little bit more cheerful. I was a bit better prepared for the water this time and I planned a route from one set of steps to the next. I didn't love it, but it was better. 
The next run was a bit longer. We went about 5k up Primrose Hill and then everybody stopped for a photo. And then we wound through Marylebone and into Hyde Park into the Serpentine. By this time, I was starting to fall in love with the idea of events that weren't races. There was lots and lots of chat, lots of laughing, absolutely no speed. I was seeing the back streets of London, a place I've lived for more than 20 years, but I'd never been to before. The Serpentine is a hilarious place to swim in January. There's duck poo everywhere. You're getting changed outside on the banks, tourists taking your photos. The entry into the water is slippy. People end up on their bums. And by this stage, I was getting the hang of the cold. I'd, I'd mentally moved it into being something that was hard, but that I could do. And we stopped for a coffee in the Lido Cafe. That's never happened in a race before, and I liked it. The next part of the, the run was 10k, down from the Serpentine through Chelsea and Battersea Park and then up from Clapham Junction to the Common and then back down through Brixton to Brockwell Park. This felt like more of a run. The pack broke up into smaller groups and the legs started to feel the distance. I was actually looking forward to getting into the cold water. And once we got to Brockwell Lido, I went in twice. And then we went for breakfast in the cafe and had a really, really good, lovely chat. The swimmer definitely changed me. Firstly, it introduced me to cold water swimming, which is now a complete addiction, which I would never have believed after the first swim that day. But mostly it made me see sports events as non-competitive experiences. I'm getting older and I used to hate getting slower, but now I see it as an advantage. There's less pressure and more time to enjoy the experience. The swimmer runs once a month in winter, and I've done it several times a year since. I'm Anna, and that was my most memorable run. Gosh, I've got goosebumps after listening to Anna's most memorable run. So thank you, Anna, for taking the time to share it with us. And listeners, if this run has put a smile on your face, or if you'd like to find out more about The Swimmer, then do head to the show notes. We've popped a link there. And you can also find out more about Will and Tom, the founders of Above Below, who host The Swimmer. I'm Amy Lane and you've been listening to my most memorable run here on Welfare Daily. If you're keen to hear more running advice, then head on over to Welfare, the running podcast for full episodes with expert advice and inspirational stories from the global running community. Now have a lovely day and I'll catch you back here soon for some more Welfare Daily. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.